Tēnā koutou katoa, kei te whakarongo mai nā ki te reo irirangi o Aotearoa me te moana nui a kiwa. This is Pacific Waves. Kia orana ko Lydia Lewis teia. Akarongo mai, coming up. You can see it in their eyes, that little sparkle around how much it means to them to see their heroes here. We're in Apia, Samoa for a historic match, the first Moana Pacifica game in any of its base countries. Also, it will save the tourism industry. Vanuatu wants New Zealand's national carrier to step up, while Air Vanuatu's only Boeing 737 is down. And later on... Parliament, the 17th Assembly, was dissolved. The Tangilangi government is now in caretaker mode. The head of BCN News, Esther Pavihi, gives us the 2023 New Air election lowdown. A packed out Apia Park in Samoa will be roaring with around 20,000 Moana Pacifica fans as they march on for their historic Super Rugby Pacific showdown against the Reds on Friday. Samoans are buzzing ahead of the kickoff, and the head coach, Aaron Major, hopes the cheering on home turf will spur his players on and translate into the team's first win. Our senior sports journalist, Eliasa Tora, is on the ground covering the event. He spoke with the Moana Pacifica mentor, who told him the mood is inspiring players and their fans. Oh, we were at a... An amazing week, really. We're all feeling very privileged to be able to bring our, our team here to one of our homelands and represent in front of our people. We're based in New Zealand, but the, the team is for our Pacific people. And, and to be here on the homeland, you can feel the difference. You can certainly feel the support and the love from, the, from our locals. Um, you can see it. Uh, we had a whole lot of school kids come along to uh, training and, and to our parade the other day and you can see it in their eyes, that little sparkle around how much it means to them to see their heroes here um, representing and you know it wasn't wasn't too long ago that Miracle Failangi was, was one of those uh, young young men watching up Super Rugby and, uh, and now he's here so um, it's everything we uh, were about as a as Moana Pacifica, you know, really promoting the pathway for for our people and inspiring uh, people young and old so um, yeah, it's been a great week, and it's, it's reflected all those all those special things. How have the players uh, are reacting or responding to to that? Oh, they've they've really enjoyed it. Um, they can feel it too. I think they can feel it in their blood. They can feel it in their bones. Um, the, the passion that's behind our team, and I think well, we're all very aware of the significance of of the occasion. Um, it's a historical moment to bring bring our first rugby team back to Samoa and, and play at Apia Park. So. Um, the boys have really embraced it. I've, I've been so proud of. Um, they've been busy through the week. It's been a busy week in the community and uh, commercial engagements, but um, they've presented themselves really well and we've trained well. And yeah, we're just ready for the game now. You've named the team that is going to play the Reds. How do you think the team is prepared at this time? Yeah, I think we've we've had a good last couple of weeks. Had a bit of a low point, obviously, against the Hurricanes three weeks ago, but um, the performances are back to what we expect of ourselves. We're still searching for an 80-minute performance, but um, so many parts of our game are, are working well. And you know, to go to Christchurch last week and put a good Crusaders team under pressure, um, you know, shows there's a lot of a lot of belief in our in our team, and it's just around building on that. Like last week, we 
we won a lot of moments last week against the Crusaders, um, and it was probably just a couple of soft moments, or was a couple of soft moments with our kick chase defence that that was the difference. So it's look, we're not far away, um, but we're realistic that we we haven't quite got an outcome yet. But uh, working hard towards that this week. How do you look uh, at, at the Reds? What's what's your view of the Reds, and how do you think they will come at you tomorrow? tomorrow? Yeah, I think they'll try and play a tempo and, and they're a tough team like the got Brad Thorne's DNA all, all through the squad so we're expecting a tough physical battle um, we're expecting them to try and move us as, as most teams do but um, you know it's going to be hot it's uh, it's going to have some other challenges there as well so I think you know for us being smart around how we play is, is going to be really important and that's the basics of the game winning collisions looking after the ball when you've got you know a chance to build pressure and, and taking your points when they're on offer what do you think the effect is going to be on the players and the team with the local someone crowd behind the team yeah I think it's going to be hugely uplifting having our, our people scream and cheer for for our boys and I hope we talked about it all week how important it is and um, our guys are just excited you know we, we don't want that to be a, a burden uh, we want that to be uplifting and, and uh, be exciting for our boys to actually be here and go and represent in front of our people. What would be your aim for the whole season? Where would you want to be at the end of the, the Super Rugby season this year? Yeah, look, we made it really clear at the start of the year that we wanted to be playing finals footy. Um, we've, we've made a bit of a steeper hill for ourselves because we've, we've dropped a couple of games that uh, we're in positions to, to win and, and um, probably win well. And... Um, yeah, just that, that last sort of 15, 20 minutes is, has been a big talking point for us. So we know we've got a bit of work to do there and it's, it's not an easy fix. Um, but we can manage the game better and I think we've got to be a bit more ruthless when we're creating lots of opportunities to you know, actually take points and, and execute on the back of good pressure. So um, yeah, we're still aiming for a top eight spot. You know, probably only, we're only a couple of wins away at the moment and you're back in the mix. So um, yeah, it's, it's a funny competition with eight teams being able to play um, finals footy. So, um, yeah, look, we're still on the hunt Thanks, uh, Aaron, and uh, good luck for tomorrow's game. We'll probably have a chat after that. Yeah, Vanaka Bakalivu. Vanuatu's foreign minister is disappointed in Air New Zealand for not stepping up and supporting Air Vanuatu, which has been slapped with another round of issues. The latest problem is mechanical, leaving the airline's only Boeing 737 out of action for more than a week. I asked the foreign minister, Jotham Napat, while in Vanuatu last week, about the airline's next steps. It will take a while, but uh, we are very confident that we will... uh we will bring back the airline to where it used to be. There was a uh, consultancy, or there was a consultant that they came to conduct a review, uh, particularly on identifying what went wrong, what is working, and what is not working. And uh, we believe that you know, as soon as we get the report and we are clear, uh, so that you know uh, the the government will uh, get or will take some drastic uh, decisions in how to improve the airline and based on the discussions that we had with uh, Australia in particular, they uh, have uh, confirmed the support in terms of not only the financial assistance but also looking at how they could uh, support the government with uh, plane or new uh, aeroplane 
and we, we are still in dialogue and we're hoping that we will conclude on that. When is the assessment due to be released? Well, there was, there was a, uh, it's through uh, the normal process within the Australian procurement uh, requirement, but it's actually based on the, the government's uh, uh, request and they step in to assist the government in really identifying you know, the whole uh, operations, the management, uh, finance, uh, and also the accountability, all these things. So, uh, and uh, But the government is very serious and is looking at how we would you know, step in to really um, uh, address the issue. So when did it happen? When, when was this? Was this before? When the government caught in, that was, I think, uh, three months ago. So as soon as the government got yes, in this yeah, review, yeah. and when is it due to come back? Well, it, it will take a while. I mean, um, it will take a while, and uh, the airline, because it has gone through so much, and uh, it, it will take a while. It will take a while for the government to really, you know, sit down and really uh, identify, you know, what went wrong. Is Air Vanuatu's airplane safe? That's a very difficult question that I won't be able to. I'm not a technical. I'm not a te- technician. I won't uh, answer that question. Okay. And are there any talks of more than one plane or two planes? Is one new plane going to be enough? More talks. Yes. We are still looking into that, but uh, the, it's not yet uh, certain for us. Not yet clear. But I think it's more than one. Okay. Yeah. And are you having any, any conversations with the New Zealand, um, your New Zealand counterparts at the moment about anything? I specifically request uh, with the the recent visit of the Minister of Foreign Affairs from New Zealand, and um, I specifically request if Air New Zealand could actually fly in, because that would really boost the uh, tourism uh, economy. Oh, it, but particularly it will. Uh, save the tourism industry. I requested a statement from Air New Zealand last week and their response was, we do not have any plans to fly back to Vanuatu. Is that disappointing? That It is disappointing. It is disappointing. Uh, We are so happy that uh, um, Virgin Airlines, they are flying in, they got about five flights per week and we would like to see the Air New Zealand to do the same and we are pushing from every front we in our normal uh, bilateral discussions or diplomatic uh, discussions with New Zealand or any any donors or any uh, high commissioners we raise the issue because we see that it's important to the country. In a statement, Air New Zealand says it does not plan on flying to Vanuatu at this stage. Meanwhile, parts for the Boeing 737 have finally been sourced. On Thursday, the airline confirmed relaunch of their service to and from key Australia and New Zealand destinations is expected this week. New Air will see several new MPs elected to its parliament this month, with several sitting members on the island already announcing their resignation ahead of the election in just over a fortnight. Nominations for intending candidates close on the 13th of April local time. The election will be held on the 29th of April. Kuroi Hawkins spoke with Esther Pavihi, senior producer and head of BCN News in New Air, about the election. 
end of uh, March, Parliament, the 17th Assembly, was dissolved. The Tangilangi government is now in caretaker mode. And the uh, chief electoral officer has made the official announcement calling on uh, nominations. And nominations will close on Thursday this week, the 13th of April. And the island will go to the polls on Saturday, the 29th of April. Um, so on Sunday, a few of the villages uh, held their village meetings where potential candidates who want to put their names on the, onto the ballot paper uh, announced their candidacy. Now, at the closing of the uh, assembly last month, the uh, member for Alofi North, after 24 years in politics, Honorable Vainga Tukuitonga, said her valedictory speech informing the uh, informing the House that uh, she will not be seeking uh, re-election in this coming uh, election. And today, it was confirmed by Premier uh, Dalton Tangilangi that one of his cabinet ministers uh, will also not be seeking re-election. That's Commonwealth member and the Minister of the Ministry of Social Services, uh, Honourable Sauni Tongatule. Uh, before politics, he was the former director of the Department of Agriculture, Forestry and Fisheries, and also the director of the Department of, of Environment. So he is not seeking re-election this year. Another village member, um, the uh, he is also a member assisting uh, Minister of uh, Infrastructure. Uh, he is the, the member for the village of La Kepa, John Operator Siakia, will be seeking re-election this year. Uh, so, Definitely, there will be several new uh, uh, seats uh, that we can look forward to in this coming elections. As you may know, one of the Commonwealth members, Richard Hipper, who has been unwell and, and is, is now living in New Zealand, his seat on the uh, one of the six seats of the Commonwealth uh, will be filled. And also a veteran member of parliament for the village of Namukulu, the smallest constituency of fewer than 10 electors, um, will also likely be uh, electing their new uh, a new member of uh, or new representative for this upcoming uh, general elections. On the electoral process, walk us through a little bit of how that will go on um, election day. Okay, so on election day, we there will be 14 electoral uh, or voting polling booths in all the 14 villages. The role, the electoral role for each of those 14 villages is now open. The call for new electors to register is uh, is now open. So people are now, young voters um, can now register as well as those uh, new Wayans who have returned from after living abroad for many many years and if they qualify uh, they are they can apply now to be on the electoral roll and if uh, by next week or by the end of this week on the 18th the electoral roll uh, will be closed and then the inspections of that roll will begin but on the polling day so there will be two ballots one will be a village seat or the village representative, and the other will be the six Commonwealth seats. Now, the six Commonwealth seats is for the entire island to vote. Uh, there will be an instance where there will be an uncontested uh, nomination 
for the village seat. What's the sense you're getting in terms of, of how this this year's election is compared to the previous? What are what are the election issues for New Ends? For candidates here in New Ends, because they're given so very, very little time um, and because we don't have a party system, all, all candidates really uh, run on an independent ticket. So if I, I, I suppose for many people here, uh, the, the Tangilangi government uh, has done, is, is a relatively new government. They just uh, came into power three years ago. Uh, and I, I think if, if uh, we look back at history, it's quite often that a, a government will be given a second term. And I think that's the mood, that's sort of uh, what people are uh, sort of uh, thinking. And that was actually reflected in the speech made by the opposition leader, uh, Olaf Jacobson, at the closing of parliament uh, last month, when she pretty much endorsed the Ilangi uh, government by saying that she thinks that they, they should uh, continue to, um, to lead for the next three years. So I think the quiet we're hearing now uh, is one, People might be thinking, you know, it is a good time to allow the, the Tangilangi government to for another term. But we haven't really heard any major issue. All the candidates are independent. And once elected, that's when the horse trading starts. And uh, they will either form for the government or uh, form another alliance of uh, independent members uh, in, in opposition. Does the New N diaspora take much of an interest in in New N politics? Can they vote? Yes, uh, and, and that's that's sort of being uh, an ongoing uh, issue for for the diaspora abroad, in that um, some of them, especially those living in New Zealand, would like the opportunity to vote. But our constitution um, is clear on that. You have to be a resident in New Way. You have to be living in New Way for you to be eligible to the New Way general elections. Uh, of course, New Orleans abroad, is, uh, they're always interested in what happens uh, here in New Way uh, uh, with local politics. So I, I know they will be very interested uh, with the outcome of general elections. That's Pacific Waves for today. To listen back, head over to rnzi.com slash programs or you can download us on Spotify, iHeart or Apple Podcasts. From myself and the team here at RNZ Pacific, kia ora e kia manuia.